Hi there, and welcome to episode 22 of the T21 Mum podcast. And this is our final episode, our wrap-up episode for our inaugural season. And we decided that we would kind of make it more about us, which is me, Mary. And and me, Ron. And Ron. Because, like, we have cookies, and we have this little celebration going where there's beer. And wine. Of course. And did I mention the cookies? Yes. Did I, it's been a while since I mentioned cookies. So. <laughs> <laughs> so Miss A's cookies. Miss A's cookies. And best in the world. And Thank you. That's my personal opinion. And I think many others. Because, yes, it is, yeah. actually. Yes. So so what are we going to talk about today, since it's going to be about you and I, or and the show? Because this is not an ego thing. This is actually about you and me and the, the show, right? Well, I think we should start with a little toast. Absolutely. You know, since we have our wine, of course, wine for me, beer for Ron, to celebrate. Episode 22. Episode 22. And a really interesting year. Yes. Fantastic. Wonderful. Thank you. So, gosh, this has been, I don't know how many months you were saying. Well, I looked it up and because I'd made a note in my, in my day timer. Yes, it's an old fashioned day timer. <laughs> um, and it was February, like February the 12th. When, right. Because when I, I was... had, I, you were at Lonsdale Key. Right, doing my little farmer's market to fundraise. Exactly. And you suggested after yeah, we Yeah, because I, I stopped by and we'd, we'd, it'd been a while since we'd seen each other. Mm-hmm. So we were chatting back and forth. And uh, you said you wanted to start a blog or looking at starting a blog. Well, no, actually what you said, have you ever thought of doing a podcast? And I said, no, I thought about doing a blog, but I right. never can find time. And then I think you said, well, I'll help you with the podcast. And I said, okay, <laughs> <laughs> knowing nothing. And, you know, we talked a little bit about it. It's, it's always easier to do the difficult when you know nothing. <laughs> yeah. And then we sat on it for a little while and I thought about it. For a couple of months. Yeah. And then. It was, and we, then in, in April, we kind of messaged back and forth to yeah. find a time to sit down and chat and. Well, we, I think we met in a Starbucks, actually. Yeah, we did. It was it was one of those horrible West Coast rainy days mm-hmm. over in Burnaby, which is kind of like halfway between your place and my place. Yeah. And we sort of ran through some names. And you'd already done a whole boatload of research on stuff. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you'd, you'd come up with several names and we bounced them back and forth. And so we came up with uh, what we came up with. Mm-hmm. And... You know, and then your friend Doug Murray, he got us started by building our website. Yeah, we well, we we I had talked to Doug about it because, as technically capable as I am, which is sort of mediocre, Doug is another level higher mm-hmm. in the web world, and so I wanted his advice. And you know, I said, you know, like if we do this, can you come on board and design the website? And he said, yeah. So he did. 
And so we went, you and I bounced back and forth several times mm -hmm. on what we wanted it to look like. Mm -hmm. And we went through different templates and stuff to make it happen. That's right. You know, that's how we wound up with the website. Yes. And then, you know, because I didn't know anything about podcasting or I had actually hadn't even listened to that many. That's changed now. But, you know, I actually quite enjoy various podcasts. But, you know, and then you said, oh, go on. What is it? GarageBand on the iPad? Yeah, because we were talking about, I suggested, you know, we could, we could do a theme music because a way to get in and a way to get out, mm -hmm. whether it's 30 seconds long or whatever, just enough time to say good hello and goodbye or the intro so that people know it started. So you don't get these, what we call cold opens. Mm -hmm. And I suggested, you know, because I just discovered this GarageBand thing because I'm not a, I'm not an Apple person and GarageBand comes free with just about every Apple product, iPad, whatever. Mm -hmm. And I'd been fiddling with it a bit and I thought, well, you were working with a music therapist with Ainsley mm -hmm. and I thought maybe you'd like to compose something. Well, good luck because, <laughs> you know, I looked at that. I go, oh, this would take me forever. I have zero music capability. And then I asked Nam, who's Ainsley's music therapist, and she came up with, I think it was five or six different variations and so graciously did that for us. And you know, she's with Skylark Therapy. We'll just give her a little shout out, shout out there. And uh, yeah, does the music therapy there and they do lots of other therapies there as well. But yeah, Ainsley has really enjoyed the music therapy and I think it's really, uh, I think it's really helped her. We've taken a little bit of a break, but I'm hoping that we can get back to it. Well, she composed a nice piece for us. Yes, I'm, yeah. I'm quite happy with that and that she was able to do that yeah. for us. And we're grateful and it, and it kind of has the perfect tone to get us in and out of our shows. I think so. so. I mean, our listeners might, have different opinions but that's okay <laughs> we like well, it well nobody's complained no that's right <laughs> <laughs> which is usually the surest sign of acceptance that's true so yeah. you know we're grateful to both of those people doug at doug murray productions and 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 nam at skylark therapy so that point we had kind of the beginning of a show yes and we'd come up with well i'd come up with a bunch of ideas yeah which you do you come up with all the ideas for this show Yes. And, you know, it's it's hard, you know, to keep it, uh, you know, fresh and interesting. And what do people want to hear about? You know, because I'm still, I, won't, I don't want to say early, but Ainsley's not quite seven. And I know there's so much more to come, but I'm kind of basing things on what's happening to us now or things that we've gone through. Like just, for example, the potty training was a big one. And we're working on so many other things right now. Like with henna, we're working on writing and and things like that. And physio, we're working on running and jumping and swimming. But, you know, in a couple because of years. Because the walking and swimming just wasn't enough. Right, yeah. <laughs> and, you know, but in a couple of years, that will change. So we'll be focusing on different things. But I remember you saying that most podcasts or a large majority don't make it past three and I I remember when we got to three I go yeah this is hard work yeah there's a there are a lot of phantom podcasts out there and it, like there's you, you listen to these figures there's like so many th hundreds of thousands mm -hmm. of it but when you actually when you actually dive down into the numbers and find out how many are actually active mm -hmm. because podcasts are one of those things where people think it's really easy to just sit in front of a, a microphone and rant or rave or speak Talk. your mind. <laughs> yeah. But you find after three episodes, one 
chances are nobody's listening and the other <laughs> and the other thing is that you've run out of things to talk about mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. i think from the beginning you had the right idea in making sure we were engaging on subjects that resonated with listeners yes and that you were going to get guests who would resonate with listeners so your original plan for this was 15 episodes yes and i had said i think we have 20 (laughs) and here we are at 22 22. yeah yeah no it's it's been i think a really amazing journey and what have you learned from doing this podcast other than probably a lot about down syndrome but or is there anything specific that's kind of surprised you that you've learned about down syndrome um well, one thing that, this is going to sound really bad, but one thing that has been beaten into my head because of my own recalcitrant nature of not saying things correctly <laughs> is referring to children with Down syndrome as children with Down syndrome, not Yay! another way to say it. <laughs> Yay! Good job, Ron. Uh, yeah, it only took 22 <laughs> weeks. But I think that if you had... If you're an outsider listening to this show, you find that there is so much stuff you just didn't know. Mm-hmm. And that goes for people like me who had very limited exposure before the show to the special needs world, or whether you're within the special needs world and how many times have our listeners, and maybe our listeners can weigh in on this at some point, is what did you learn from the show that you didn't know before? Because Mm -hmm. for me, it was everything. Right, right. Yeah, and I mean... The the only one thing that I actually did know about Mm -hmm. Down syndrome before we started this is that it wasn't contagious. Well, I'm... Hallelujah, I don't even know what to say to that. (laughs) (laughs) Well... But it's true. It's it's the way people treat... Like, you mm -hmm. would see people... Like, people with special Mm -hmm. needs are quite often treated as if they are contagious. It didn't matter what their special need is. Mm Mm-hmm that they're treated as being contagious. It's very true. And so that was the one thing that I did know other than <laughs> what you had taught me before mm-hmm. through Facebook and our conversations and, and whatever. So when you ask me, what did I learn from the show? I've learned everything from the show. And I look forward to next season where, when uh, the next series where we learn even more. Mm-hmm. Well, no, I'm, I'm like, I'm happy to hear that. That's, that's awesome. And, and I also think our listeners have learned a lot when I see, you know, what episodes are, you know, the potty training was a big one because I think parents were, a lot of parents were pretty desperate for information and I hope they really found it helpful. And I also, um, Dr. Karen Bopp, I, you know, I see a lot of people have been listening to that episode. That was the episode on uh, the dual diagnosis of autism and Down syndrome. And I learned quite a bit from that episode as well, from talking to her. And so do you have a favorite episode? All of them. All of them. Okay. All of, I can't, I can't, per, I can't take any one where I didn't learn substantially more than what I knew before. And that is why I can't pick a favorite. No, I think that's fair. And it, I mean, I'm kind of the same. I, I don't, I can't say I really have a specific favorite because I really loved having on all our different guests you know, the different mamas like Kelsey and Danielle and Jenna. And I'm sure there's a few others in there too. And and also having all the experts on that we had, you know, I think we had a good variety and, you know, and so it was 
hard for me to pick a specific episode. But, you know, when I think back, I, I have to think that maybe the very first episode might be my favorite because, you know, there we were, that was it. And I'm like basically opening my heart and just letting it all out there. And, you know, and I thought that's pretty brave. Exactly right. You were very brave and it's you have no broadcasting experience. You have experience speaking on the phone as a professional Mm -hmm. call taker, Mm -hmm. but you have had no experience in front of a microphone that we had to get you used to having the microphone in front of your mouth so that nobody could see your mouth because that was how like mic placement is everything as they say. But being able to sit in front of one and actually have a conversation with people and not you, all you did was ask the questions you wanted to ask mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which made the difference to the guests I guess because they kept coming the guests kept coming right yeah every every guest you asked showed up yes that's that's exactly right actually so that's you know that's one of those testaments to you being able to talk to people about their specialty and having the curiosity to ask them mm-hmm. yeah and I mean, like I said, I've learned so much too, just, you know, and I think this will all be just a lifelong journey, you know, raising Ainsley. And, you know, I really want to thank all of our guests for coming on the show. I've had so much great feedback from our listeners that they're learning so much from our different guests. And I know, like I said, I know that the potty training was a really big one and, you know, it was a huge hit and helpful to so many of our listeners. And, you know, and I learned a lot on all our various episodes. Like, I love talking with Jenna about translocation and how she only has 45 chromosomes and her son with Down syndrome has 46. Which I have is, to admit, that was that was a bit of an eye-opener. Yeah, I know. I thought that was really cool, actually. So, you know, and I find, you know, everything about genetics fascinating. So, and... Actually, many of our episodes were suggestions by other parents, such as Kelsey actually suggested Jenna and uh, Sharon from Britain, who I've mentioned a few times on the podcast. She is the one who suggested we get Brian Donovan on to talk about the sibling relationship. And 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 you and Sharon got to actually have a conversation at the retreat, right? Yeah, we talked. It was challenging because she was staying at a different hotel and, you know, she came with her partner and her daughter. So, you know, it was a little bit challenging and she knows a ton of people. Like, I think I'm sure she knows way more than more mamas than I do. And, you know, everyone's trying to vie for her time. But yeah, we did. We did manage to have a little bit of a sit down and chat and, you know, because some things have been challenging for her lately and it's hard, you know. Well, I think you were saying when we were just chatting, not on you know, not during a show, that where she lives, there is a real scarcity of resources for her. Yes. Yeah, exactly. And I think, and I think she finds it a little bit isolating as well. So, you know, it's hard. I mean, I'm sure that's why she's coming across the ocean to the retreat, right? I mean, she's in Europe. They should be able to have their own retreat there. I mean, I'm glad that she's coming to the Rockin' Moms retreat here or in the States. But, and so that's challenging because you, I know there's some Canadian moms that are looking at, you know, getting together once a year and stuff, you know, so I might have to look into something like that. It's something a little bit more low key than the Rockin' Moms retreat that's in the States, but maybe that will grow and it can grow into another. Well, there's power in networking. Yeah. Yeah. And also 
in numbers. So yeah, when yeah. you become an actual, when you have a, a, a thousand voices speaking as one. Yeah, yeah. So you know, we'll see because I think you know I've thought about doing a retreat for a couple of years, but it's a lot of work. Kind of like this. Well, more yeah. than this. Well, yeah, I think that's more than, than doing a podcast. But I mean, I never dreamed how much work doing this podcast would be. I mean, positive. Neither, though. Neither, neither did I. <laughs> Just a reminder, Ron. I know it was all me. It was your idea. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> as usual, I'm the blame guy. <laughs> no, no, we're not blaming you. But <laughs> it really was your idea. I This was nowhere near on my radar even a year ago. So... But I'm really grateful, though, that you've opened me up to this and that we've had such positive feedback. Like we were on. We have great listeners. Yeah. And and we were on Global for Variety Week, which was lots of fun. Ainsley was making me a little nervous <laughs> there. But, you know, she, she was really like at some point we're going to post that video of that segment. Yeah. Uh, because. I she, think it's on the T21 Mom Facebook page. Is it? I okay, think, so yeah. so but she was she was really excited. I think as a TV guy mm-hmm. to see herself on TV. I think that's what she was giggling about because a few a few people said, "What is she laughing about?" and and then someone said, "I think it's she can see herself in the monitor." And see, I couldn't see because I was I was facing um, the host, so I, I couldn't see. But I'm pretty sure that's what it was because she was perfect until they started filming and then as soon as they started filming she's all giggling and moving around and stuff but you know and and, and i'll be honest like from the tv world that i used to work in mm -hmm. it can be very disconcerting for adults at or children or anybody to see themselves on tv it's like hearing your own voice like you know for like when you first started this you went that i didn't know my voice sounded like that well and when i'd been on i'd been on the on global before uh, to do some things with Friday and I exactly that I saw myself in the monitor and it kind of threw me off a little bit yeah. uh, I kind of lost my my train of thought for a moment there when and I'm thinking I'm on live tv but um yeah because it's it's a little odd to see that but well quite often what we would do is with some guests is we would actually hide the monitor away so they couldn't see it oh okay because we knew it was going to be a bit of an issue challenging yeah, yeah. because people's eyes they're supposed to be looking at the camera, but they, their eyes automatically mm-hmm. go off frame into whatever monitor they're looking at. Right. So. Yeah, and and Global said they would love to have me back to talk about next season So for our podcast. So I thought that was pretty cool. And I tell well, you... Glo- Global does so much in partnership with Variety. Yes. Right? Yeah. So like, like you were also on... Um, on the Linda Steele show, mm-hmm. uh, 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 was it a week later or later that week? It was later that week. It was at the wrap up party for Variety. I don't, I don't know if I posted pitch. I can't remember. I'll, I'll go back and check because maybe I'll post some pictures from the wrap up party because it was so much fun, and Variety has been so gracious and so generous to Ainsley. They've done so much for us. So well, they did a lot for us because, like, as for the podcast, because they let us actually come to their office mm-hmm. and record on location. Yes, yeah, so we got to talk to Kelly Wesson, their CEO, which right. I thought was, you know, pretty generous of her time because you know I'm sure she's it's a small staff. With, they're a small staff with a really big organization to mm-hmm. run. Yeah. So her to take that time out was really generous for us. 
Yes, and I'm really grateful for that. So, and like I said, they have been fabulous for us. And so for anybody out there, you know, regardless of where you're listening, there are different variety offices throughout the world. And, you know, if you are having, you know, needing some help for, you know, getting some funding for different therapies or equipment, you know, look them up. The The application process was very easy. It was, you know, it took no time at all. And the turnaround time was very quick. And like I said, they've been a huge asset to us and, and I'm so grateful for them and everything that they've done for not just Ainsley, but for me as well. Well, I also want to, you know, thank a couple of our guests for actually coming into the studio because mm-hmm. a lot of our guests mm-hmm. came via either Facebook Messenger or Skype. Mm-hmm. But we had Danielle from Baskets of Love. We had uh, Jen uh, and Brenda, your, and, and Brenda mm-hmm. who came into this came into the dining room studio as we call it, which yeah. is just really just my dining room table with a couple of microphones. <laughs> Uh, but they were very generous and gave up of their time in, in their very busy lives to come and talk to us. Yes. And I'm on, s- like, it, it, they don't live close to where, you know, where I am. So yeah, they, they braved Vancouver traffic. <laughs> I had to brave it every week. <laughs> sometimes it was challenging. And sometimes twice a week. Cause you know, we yeah. did, we did some, sh- we did sometimes two or three shows in a week. That's right. Yep. Yep. So, but I, I'm grateful for them to for for coming to visit because it always sounds much better when people are, you know, inside the studio, uh, than through the limitations of Skype or uh, Facebook Messenger. Yes. Yeah. So. Yeah. So, what is your role in the T Twenty One Mum podcast other than it being your idea? Because I have to say that it was your idea. <laughs> it wasn't my idea. It was a joint idea. Okay. Yeah, you, I you, guess so. Yeah. Like you, you, like you can't, you can't have one person say, "Have you ever thought of as being their idea?" Because really, <laughs> it's not my idea. It was me throwing out an option to help you do what you've been doing all along, mm-hmm. which is helping educate and inform people about your life, Ainsley's life, and about how the two of you go about your daily routine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And advocating, and yeah, exactly that's the, and that's that's part of what you're doing here. Is this is part mm-hmm. of your ad, uh, advocacy work? Exactly. Yeah. So you know, don't say this is my <laughs> idea because it was really you planted the seed. Ex- well, okay, call me the germinator. <laughs> the germinator. Okay, I don't <laughs> and know. And for those of you that failed grade eight science, go back and look up your textbook. Um, <laughs> okay. But uh, you know, it was it was really a joint idea. Mm-hmm. So you know, I'm not taking full credit for this because like this is a joint, like as I said, this is you and me having done this. This isn't just, you know, me. No, I know. I know. So what is your role in the T21 Mom podcast? Well, I'm like the chief technical officer. (laughs) The CTO? The CTO. Okay. Or basically I'm, you know, we call me the producer because I'm sort of make stuff happen Mm -hmm. technically uh, found a way to bring the guests in via messenger mm-hmm. and via Skype, mm-hmm. you know, with, with a little thing that, you know, I'll, I'll, we'll post a picture of it later about what this thing is and what it does. But we managed to make that, I managed to make that work. Being able to, I, I edit the shows mm-hmm. because we do, we do do some editing. Sometimes it's for length. We don't remove content, but we do sometimes remove speech placement such as ums, ums. oz 
<laughs> you knows, <laughs> likes, those kind of words or long spaces where there is a question and then there is a space of two or three seconds as a longer pause, <laughs> a, a, a longer pause as somebody figures out what they want to, how they want to answer the question. Right. So by removing those two or three seconds, it makes the conversation a little more snappier, but we do not edit for actual content. Like we don't take wholesale sections no. out of the show. No. So, and I'll be honest, I take my own stuff out as well as I take out your stuff and I take <laughs> out stuff from the guests. Yeah. And this is why like the, the hardest episode to actually edit was the retreat episode because that took three days of <laughs> taking all of those little clips, yeah, sorting them out, naming them, fixing the levels in a lot of cases. Yes. Because in the off season, we're actually going to be working on mic technique and different things, right? Okay. So. I'll have homework. Okay. There'll be homework. <laughs> And yeah, it'll tie into other stuff. But so that's kind of what I do is I just and, and I, I take your outlines, you email them to me mm -hmm. and then I will go through them, kind of order up or order. If, if things are a bit disjointed, I'll order, change the order of your questions so that they fit more to flow. Mm -hmm. And uh, I'll change the font and make it bigger so that you know, that I can read. them Well, so that we can both read them because we both have. <laughs> Uh, we both have uh, visual modification devices, <laughs> otherwise known as glasses. So it, we, I, I try to put it in a font that we can both read. Read. And so that's that's kind of what I do. So it's it's you know, that's what I do. You do all the hard work because you because here's the thing is is like for this show to actually work mm -hmm. is you and Ainsley actually have to live through all of this yeah. to get to the topic that we're going to discuss for the day. Mm -hmm. so whatever I do is nothing compared to that <laughs> well thank you right mm -hmm. there's no way that me sitting here doing my little tweaky things compares to going to therapy compares to going to to taking her to school dealing with that monstrous IEP thing mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, or any of the other life issues that you guys have to deal with that's that's like I got the easy side of this <laughs> Yeah, and you know, it's true. I do think up all the topics and contact our guests and you know, try to arrange that cuz you know, it certainly is challenging because I have my jam-packed schedule and generally a lot of these guests have their own jam-packed schedule and And by the way, what you do actually used to take two of us in the broadcast world. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. I feel like I'm that good. You are that good. <laughs> But uh, yeah, and, and and in all fairness, we should also point out that the the guest gets a copy of the outline mm -hmm. so that they know the questions that, that you're going to ask. Well, I'll tell you a little bit funny story about the Riley episode. So one of her colleagues listened and asked her, uh, who is another speech path, and asked her, "Did you just have all that info? Did you just know all that information? Like right off the top of your head?" She goes, "No, no, no, no. I I knew all the I had." A chance to go through the outline ahead of time and write down the links and so on so her, her colleague I think was still pretty impressed so. well but that but that's the thing is you don't want to put any for, for the type of show that we're doing here this is not a journalistic program this mm -hmm. is a program for information so we want our guests to actually have an idea of the question we're going to ask because mm -hmm. what we're doing here is not 
gotcha journalism. This isn't yeah. really journalism at all. This is advocacy mm-hmm. uh, and promoting awareness. Yeah. So w- there's no reason why we should not tell the guests what we're going to ask them. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. And it makes them more comfortable. Of course, because I know a lot of people were you know, nervous. And I said, you know, we're just having a conversation and, and like, and then that's how it ends up. Right. They might be a little nervous in the beginning, but I know that I think everyone was pretty grateful for coming on. And, and like, well, I, I know said, we're really grateful for everybody that did yeah. come on. Oh, totally. Right. You know, giving up their time. Like Danielle, this would have it. been a three episode show if it hadn't been for the guests. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know. Cause I remember when we got to episode three, I thinking, wow, this is hard. And then when we finally got to episode five, which was our first guest, which was Kelsey, I thought, okay, we can, I can feel the momentum starting. And then it, it started to go from there. So but we, we had developed a kind of a, a workflow and a kind of a, you know, a kind of a, a, a way to make the shows work. Mm-hmm. Because if you've noticed over, over time, our shows have gone from being 30 minutes all the way up to an hour and 15 minutes. Yeah. So some of them are a <laughs> lot longer, but you know, like an hour is getting up there. A lot of the podcasts I listen to are also an hour. I can't always listen to them in one sitting. But yeah, I just obviously, and I'm sure for you, I just hope that our listeners are enjoying the podcast, which I think they are, but also learning from the podcast and getting something out of the podcast with all the various topics. And, you know, which is why I always ask, like, you know, what are you interested in, in hearing about? Or, you know, maybe what are things are you struggling with? Because then we can, you know, I'll find somebody somewhere who can talk about an issue or a problem or whatever. And because I think there's so much power, I guess, you know, in in being able to do something like this where you can reach a lot of people. Like, who knew that we had listeners in Kenya, you know, or... And Myanmar. I know, and New Zealand and South America. So... You know, it's been incredible and I'm so grateful to everyone out there who are listening and wanting to listen and, you know, because there's been times where I'm going, wow, it's, uh, you know, I've really opened up a lot. Like it's pretty personal, the stuff that I've put out there. (laughs) Yeah. But, you know, I think it's engaged our viewer, our, not our viewers, but our listeners. And yeah, like I'm just, I'm really proud of what we've done. And if you have a favorite episode, leave a comment on the webpage, mm-hmm. t21mom.com. Leave us a message. Let us know what was your favorite episode. Yeah, and why. And why. Yeah. And yeah. send us, send us if, if you have an idea for a guest or a subject matter, send us an email, info at t21mom.com. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because we can't serve you, we can't help you if we don't know what you don't want to hear or what you do want to hear do you want to hear yeah and also i think the retreat episode was one of also one of my favorites too just because i guess it was almost like everything about the podcast yeah i'm meeting all these mamas and we're all walking on the same path but some have some different issues going on you know some kiddos have heart conditions others have had cancer you know, some have hearing loss, you know, so many things. You know, it's funny you should say that because he's coming back to something that uh, Dr. Karen Bob said during her episode was, if you've met somebody with autism, you've only met one person with autism. Mm-hmm. Because even though so many people have people have autism, there is no no one case of person with autism. It's like no one person with Down syndrome 
is the same. Exactly. So every yeah. time, every person is different. So I keep coming back to what she said was, great, you've met one person mm-hmm. with autism. And the same thing, yeah. the next person you meet is one more person with yeah. autism. And, you know, and there I was with all these other mamas, like 750, I think. And, you know, you can learn from all these mamas and about their journeys and how... And that's why we like to hear from them. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So, yeah, so what are what are we working on for season two, series two? I don't know. I'm looking at changing software, but... <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking at changing some software, but uh, content-wise, I don't know. What are you? What do you have in mind? Oh, I have some ideas. I really want to uh, talk about the Special Olympics, and I have a few guests in mind that I would love to have on the show, but I'm not going to say it yet because if it doesn't pan out, right? But I also want to look at, you know. What are people doing to make a difference? You know, how are they making a difference for those with Down syndrome? So that's kind of something I want to look at. And there's some other topics also that I would like to look at, such as, you know, open heart surgery, because, you know, it's upwards to 50%, even sometimes 60%. That high. Yes. I mean, I've heard various things, generally about 50% of our kiddos Uh, require open heart surgery so I think that's something really important to talk about and I've connected with another mama who actually has a child with down syndrome who has mosaicism which is third type of down syndrome and also has a heart condition so uh, yeah so she said she would love to share her story and mosaic down syndrome or mosaicism if I can say it correctly is where not every cell in the body is affected by the extra copy of the 21st chromosome. So yeah. And okay. I, now I'm intrigued. Yeah. Well, we've talked a little bit more. We've talked a little bit about it, especially on Jenna's episode. We talked about translocation and I know she also talked a little bit. We talked a little bit about um, mosaic down syndrome. It's quite, I'm, I'm just, I'm just thinking like, how does that actually present? Well, the thing is with mosaic down syndrome is it can it like again you've met one person with down syndrome you've only met one but mosaic down syndrome is quite fascinating because it's where like sometimes people don't appear that they have down syndrome because it's where it where it's affected uh for example i know there is i i've seen a mama online she has identical twins with mosaic down syndrome and one looks typical and the other you can tell that she has Down syndrome and she has more of the obvious delays with Down that's associated with Down syndrome than her daughter who doesn't like who still is the twin, but she doesn't have as many delays as her identical twin because it's just where uh, the extra copies lie. Like sometimes it could be in the eyes, for example, or, you know, I don't know, maybe in different muscles. I'm not even sure, but I'm sure uh, the mama that we have on, she could probably explain in more detail how that works, but it's quite fascinating. I think now you got me excited. I want to hear this. I want, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I think it's about 5% of those with down syndrome have mosaic down syndrome. But Jenna said that her son Kingston, who has the translocation down syndrome is actually the most rare 
the inherited form of translocation Down syndrome out of all the types of Down syndrome is the most rare, which I didn't know. I actually thought it was uh, mosaic Down syndrome was more rare. So things like that, like I, I just want to, I think there's so many interesting stories out there. A lot of our kids are also uh, have a high chance of getting cancer. So I'd love to talk to pediatric cancer. Uh, well, maybe some mamas. Okay. Whose whose child has had cancer because for some unknown reason our kiddos are all, their recovery is much higher than the typical population for these types of cancers and they don't know why. So they're looking at why. I have a question about that one. Yeah, why? Something to do with that extra chromosome makes them So well, see now now you've got me like really thinking about next year. Right. right. Yeah. So. And I mean, there's so many different topics we can talk about. And I know um, someone mentioned about with older kids, like transitioning into adulthood and so on. And that wasn't really on my radar because Ainsley's only seven, but I'm thinking. And you're just trying to get through today. Yeah. But I think it's valid because we have listeners with kids of all ages. So I think, you know, we can look at some ideas like that. And, you know, that's why I want to hear from our listeners. What do they want to hear for series two because you know it's wide open do you want to tell our listeners something else exciting that we're well we're working working, we're working on it it's in the concept stage so (laughs) we're looking at possibly doing a youtube channel Mm -hmm. so that a lot of things that we are talking about so that a lot of things that we're talking about uh, such as therapies, mm-hmm. uh, such as, you know, your media appearances, so that we can actually show people what these look like rather than just talk about them. Yeah. And, you know, sometimes it might just be a day in the life, right? Exactly. So, uh, and this is one of the things that you and I will be working on in the off season is helping you learn to shoot video. Mm-hmm. So that because I, <laughs> I can't be everywhere all the time. Really? Okay. Yeah, I know. It's a little disappointing. <laughs> Disappoints me some days. But with Vancouver traffic being what it is, we just can't get from here to there like we would like to. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we're working on possibly starting the YouTube thing. We will definitely let people know how that's going to work out. Uh, but you're also, as part of that, teaching you to do the video thing feeds into something that I'm working on for myself in the off, off season, which is a series of YouTube instructional videos for people who may not look at YouTube and go, that's too fast. I can't pick up that information. So we're going to present some basic video and photography and technical tips, technical tips. Thank you. Uh, and technical functions. So that like how to, how to create a folder in windows, that kind of thing, how to Mm -hmm. shoot a better photograph on your phone. And we'll do it in a much slower way so that people can follow along while they're doing it. Because I've found with a lot of YouTube stuff, it's very flashy a lot of jump cuts and for people that maybe live a slower lifestyle Mm -hmm. it Mm -hmm. may not resonate with them as well as you know some old guy telling you (laughs) do this do this do this and it's not just if people want to create a youtube channel it's just no it's actually just like so you can take better pictures if you want to take better pictures of your your kids your grandkids Mm -hmm. you know my biggest thing is stop shooting vertically because you're missing the context of everything that goes around that yeah. you're missing out on it so that's a big tip i've learned yeah. that now yeah never sh- <laughs> never shoot anything well unless you're shooting a still picture and it's a an actual portrait yes don't turn your camera on its side don't do that whole vertical thing <laughs> the world thanks you and 
so we're working on that. That's that's two things we're working on. Mm-hmm. What are you going to be working on in in your off season? <laughs> well, I got if you actually have an off season because really your life is all about creating new experiences that we're going to talk about. <laughs> yes, yeah. Just sometimes it's just getting through the day, but. Um, yeah, I think working on the T21 Mom YouTube channel and looking at our different guests and things that we can have on the show and just seeing where this podcast is going to take us. You know, I think it's been like for me, it's been a really an amazing journey and it's just opened my eyes to so many things. And a lot of people have been really excited about this podcast and you know, I think that's fantastic. Yeah, we got a lot of really good comments from people about this. Mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm. and that's and that's probably the greatest part of this is that it's resonating with so many people that we're able to represent them and to give yes. a voice to their stories and to their experiences. Yeah, because not everyone's going to go out and create a podcast. Because trust me, it's it's a lot of work. It's a lot of work more <laughs> than you think. <laughs> well, well, here, here's an example. I budgeted. I budgeted one day a week for this mm-hmm. and it's turned out to be more than a day a week. Okay. Well, I so. appreciate your time. Well, that's, that's not a slam. That's not anything. That, no, that's no, like just, I know. That's just, uh, you know, cause, so I know that's what I do, mm-hmm. but yours, it, yours is split up into X number of hours, mm-hmm. seven days a week. Yeah. I mean, because it, you're juggling email, you're juggling phone calls, you're juggling text messages, mm-hmm. Facebook messages, trying to make dinner <laughs> i know that's been a challenge lately <laughs> but right. we're getting through the day so you know like like if it as i say i had budgeted because when we first started this i thought okay we'll just record this do a couple of you know throw a top and tail on it we're done <laughs> no yeah. this is actually turned out to be and for a second i don't regret one second okay. of the experience great because i'm so looking forward to next year when we can bring more stories to people mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah me too i'm and, and i'll tell you this this is far more rewarding than my broadcast career oh that's awesome to hear actually so, yeah yeah because we are dealing with a lot of very positive stories mm-hmm. and in my broadcast career positive stories were very few and very far yes between. <laughs> that's true yeah and we're making a difference you know and i just feel this is kind of what I should be doing and that this is how I can advocate for Ainsley and and all of those with Down syndrome and you know and never in my wildest dreams did I think we would be on every continent except Antarctica but and you know, I think that's they may not have just the they probably don't no. yeah but uh you know like as I said doing a podcast it wasn't even on my radar not even a year ago you know and so thank you for making that happen Ron because well, you know I couldn't yeah, I could have had the idea, but I wouldn't know how to do it. So I'm so happy. Well, we'll train you. To... <laughs> okay. <laughs> but you got all the fancy gear. It's just gear. It, and quite <laughs> frankly, the gear is the gear is the smallest part of this. The guests, you, mm-hmm. everything you guys do to make this happen, the gear means nothing if it just sits here. So you guys gave it a reason to be here. Thank you. Yes. So. And I'm, I'm glad we can make good use of it. So what do you plan on doing on your hiatus well i'm taking a bit of time off Mm -hmm. after the election next week i'm Mm -hmm. taking a bit of time off because i've got a stack of books i want to read 
some of it, some of them about multi, like some of them about uh, marketing opportunities, some of them about YouTube, <laughs> some of them about you know. There's there's a lot of nonfiction books I want to read. There's some new. Pretty sure there's some new Joe Pickett and uh, Walt Longmire novels out there that I want to read. <laughs> okay. And I'm going to do, you know, every day, every time you come in, you walk into the kitchen, through the kitchen, and you've noticed the plaster marks on the wall. I really want to paint the kitchen so it kind of matches the rest of the apartment. Do some painting. Okay. Do some painting. Okay. Uh, do the bathroom. Destroy my office <laughs> and paint that and reassemble it. So that's that's what I'm busy with. That's awesome. So. I'm just going to try to survive. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, and I say that lightheartedly, but... Yeah, we're coming up to a busy time of year with Christmas and Ainsley's birthday is coming in November. So I got to, I'm a little bit behind the wheel for that one. So, you know, I'm usually a lot more prepared. And she'll be seven. I know. I can't believe it. Is there, is there an equivalent? Like there's, you know, the, like there's the terrible twos, the, the you know, like what it, was it for three? And then is there, you know, the fabulous fours? Like is, is there something for the sevens? I've never heard of one, but okay. if anyone knows, let us know. Yeah. So, but yeah. yeah, no, I'm, yeah, it's an exciting time. So, you know, it. Makes and every me... day you see new changes with her, don't you? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like she's talking a lot more and, you know, she's becoming quite the cheeky little monkey. And it's exciting to see like her, the growth in that area. Like when I came back from the retreat, we went to see Riley and she goes, wow, she's talking so much. It was I go, yeah, I noticed that too. So I, I don't know if it was just because there was different people looking after her and, you know, just a bit of a change of pace. But yeah, and there's lots of exciting things to come. And I'm so looking forward to the next season and our next year doing this and see. How many episodes us. next year? I don't know. You Should can, we try for 20? We can try for 20. You're the one who named it. So <laughs> I'm holding it to you, Ron. Or should we maybe just keep it at 21? 21. I think 21 like episodes it. a year for the T21 yeah, Mom podcast. I kind of like that. We're technically at 22. We can always just make 22 the wrap-up Yeah, up it does, does this one actually count, count? as an, an episode? I don't know. If anyone listens, I guess it counts. <laughs> <but>. <laughs> All right. So I'm going to let you lead us out on this because, you know, this is it's been uh, a great opportunity to make this happen. And uh, that was the beer bottle opener, by the way. <laughs> And so it's been a great opportunity for me to get to know this community and to learn so much. So thank you for taking me on this journey with you. And thank you, Ron. I really do appreciate all what you've done to make this uh, this podcast happen. And I, I don't think I knew, but it was kind of like my dream. So thank you. Yeah, sometimes we get hit in the back of the head with our dream after we figure out this is a lot of work, but it's a lot of fun. Yeah, it's been a lot of fun. I really have loved it and it's been great for me. And I just, yeah, I just really feel like this is what I need to do. So thank you. Great. And by the way, I'm going to give a shout out to Dennis because Dennis has been a prince through all of this. <laughs> yeah, he's looking after Ainsley right now as we record this. <laughs> so yeah, I, I asked him if he would actually come on and, and I think he might be a little hesitant, but maybe we'll get him to come on because I don't know, maybe people want to hear from him. And, and I, th I think he has an, an interesting perspective on all of this. So I would love to be able to sit down and chat with him about this. Yeah, I think so too. And, you know, and also for all those single mamas out there to know that, you know, there are dentists out there and, you know, and if that's what you're looking for, if you're hoping to meet somebody, 
I, you know, we my, should send him to the dad's retreat. You know, I kind of, I was thinking about that. And, and, and have him do what you did at this, at the mom retreat. Like uh, talk to people and. Get I don't the, think he would record people. Oh, uh, darn. Yeah, I'd probably have to. Because then we would have the, an episode with the dad. dads. Well, who knows? We'll see. But I, I don't, I don't think that's quite his forte. You know, Dennis, he, he's tends to be a man of a few words, but he's quite funny. And, uh, but I think, yeah, it would be nice to have him on. I think maybe people would be interested in meeting, you know, meeting him and hearing from him. And like you said, he has an interesting perspective because I can, I can confidently say that he loves Ainsley as if she was his own child. So, you know, and I feel very fortunate to have met somebody like him. I still consider myself a single mom by choice because I had Ainsley well before Dennis was in the picture. So there are good guys out there. Thank you, Dennis. And lead us on out. And thanks to all our listeners too. Yes. Thanks for listening to the final episode of the T21 Mom Podcast. The final episode of season one. Of season one. That's right. And like always, I would love to hear from you. What things are important to you as you navigate this journey of special needs and Down syndrome? How are you doing things your way? Drop us a line at our email at info at t21mom.com or you can find us on Facebook at t21mom or Twitter and Instagram at trisomy21mama. And just let us know what's going on in your life and don't forget to subscribe and leave a review so that we become more searchable to others who might be looking for more information on Down syndrome and how to navigate this journey. Keep on loving on your rockin' kiddos, and we will see you in Series 2. See you, Mary. Bye, Ron. Hey, where's those cookies now? <laughs>